The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your source for getting the most out of your affiliate marketing strategies. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Affiliate Marketing Today, hosted by ClickBank. Our hosts will discuss trends, opportunities, and risks that affect affiliate marketers and how to best navigate this challenging profession. The top advertisers, publishers, vendors, super affiliates, and networks meet here every week on Affiliate Marketing Today. Here are your hosts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Affiliate Marketing Today. This is your host, Bo Blackwell, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Molly Lane. Uh, We are from ClickBank, and today we're really excited to be joined uh, with our special guest, Matt Carter. Um, He is an affiliate marketing veteran. He's taught tons of people how to uh, do effective affiliate marketing. Uh, He runs a a blog called mattmarketingblog.com, which is a a great source of information. It's one of the, the only ones that I subscribe to. And, and get uh, emails from every week. So um, we're really excited to have him. So thanks for joining us, Matt. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, so could you start off and just give people a little bit of background about um, how you got started in, in affiliate marketing, kind of how long you've been involved in the industry and, and your progression from starting out to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got involved with it actually through a friend of mine, you probably know him actually, Mark Ling. He's a friend. Of, he's been doing uh, affiliate marketing for quite a while, and um, yeah. he got he got me into it probably about four years ago, four or five years ago actually now, and and so I pretty much went full time straight away. Um, n- not the the style I'd recommend people to do, but I was in a job I didn't like doing cold calling sales. And so I just went in and quit uh, when I heard about affiliate marketing. That's how excited I was about it. So, <laughs> wow! But, yeah, that's awesome. not, not not the best way to go about it. But luckily for me, I picked it up pretty quickly, and I had replaced my uh, day job salary in about six months, which was cool. But it doesn't always work out that well for everybody. But it can if you know how to do it. But so that was you know going four years back now, and I've been doing it full time since then, and I've just been building more and more affiliate sites, and then. More recently, I started to teach people how to do what I do with affiliate sites, and then I created my blog, and and I focus heavily on SEO, and SEO has really rewarded me because once you get into building affiliate sites or any website, you soon realize it's all about traffic. Once you nail traffic and you know how to get as much traffic as you need to the right pages, making money with sites becomes a lot easier. So that's what I spent pretty much the whole four years just really learning and refining my SEO skills down and that's really got me to the point where I'm at today where I teach affiliate marketing and SEO and, and obviously do all those things myself and my business just keeps growing year in, year out. So I mean, I'm in a pretty good place at the moment. Great. Well, so Matt, you've been in the industry for, for several years now and my question is just to kind of start off, what have you seen um, really is the major changes in SEO and just the SEO landscape um, over the last few years? And, and I guess that's the first part and the second part of the question um, would be what, you know, what recently with those changes, what, what major trends are you seeing? 
Yeah, I mean, Google's always changing. I mean, all search engines are, but I obviously focus a lot around Google because they get the most of the search traffic. But, I mean, there's a lot of changes over the last couple of years, but the main push for Google is always quality um, for their users. They always have to focus on the user of, of their search engine having a good experience and wanting to come back and use the search engine again and obviously click all those wonderful ads that Google has so they make their money. But mm. it really is a push towards quality and quality content and that's happened a lot more recently over, over 2011. There's been multiple Google Panda updates, which is obviously the algorithm change and it's really pushing towards websites that are more quality. So I think... Personally, I stay away from any sort of low-grade content, which is not original. You know, always you always want to have good quality original content that really makes the user experience good, and and the whole website really should be structured in a way that you're providing value to a user. So thin, thin affiliate sites or any website that's rather rather thin. And when I say thin, not many pages on it. I think the days of those really are sort of dying and that's been a trend over the last couple of years and more so with Panda because it's not a great user experience, especially if the, qual the content on those thin sites is low. Um, so I think that's been the major change and obviously Google's always looking at quality backlinking um, any website. It's, backlinks are still a major part of the Google algorithm, so ensuring that you're getting quality, you know, good value backlinks and not you know, not real spammy sort of backlinks and just knowing what you're doing with backlinks is still a major part of SEO and I think it will be for a while. Um, that's, uh, your mention of thin sites, that's something that, you know, a lot of people are probably curious about. You know, from your perspective, how many pages, at least in kind of a ballpark figure, would be, um, would be necessary, I guess, to, to have sort of a good base to work off of and then maybe build from there. But what's the, the yeah. minimum in your opinion? I would say the minimum is about 10 pages. And, and don't get me wrong, you can still build like, I mean, you see one and two page sites ranking in Google. It does happen. I just think it happens a lot less and it's not a great strategy SEO-wise because once you get to 10 pages and really you want to push on to 20 plus pages, if it's all tightly focused content around one topic, you know, it might be really tightly focused on, I don't know, health insurance or dog training or whatever. If it's all the content on that domain is all about that one topic and you've got quite a lot of content on there, you start to rank in Google for keyword phrases that you're not even trying to rank for because Google rewards you because they see you as the authority on that little niche topic. So the more content you build out, the more of an authority you become and you just it, you, it's like a snowball effect when it comes to traffic in Google and Google likes to see that. They like to see everything lines up, all your content is all on that topic, you've got a good amount of it and then you really can start to grow a wide net for collecting traffic. and. And you can make a lot of money with websites doing it that way. And I, I much prefer that style, managing less sites but good quality than having thousands of these one-page, two-page exact match domain sites. That's, that's what I prefer myself. And it, and it works. 
Yeah, that that definitely makes sense, and uh, I think you're right, and I've noticed that too, that um, once you start building out those bigger sites, you're right, you get those kind of long-tail keywords and in a lot of cases more highly targeted keywords that, um, you know, one thing I've heard you talk about regularly in the past is is targeting buyer keywords, um, and so it seems like you can start ranking on more of those buyer keywords um, rather than going for the really broad ones like lose weight or make money that that don't necessarily have much buyer intent behind them. Yeah, I mean, you always want to try and target as much com- commercial intent from customers uh, arriving on your site as possible because your conversions, are, that's a conversion thing. So if you think through the type of traffic you're going to get uh, when you're doing SEO, you can make a lot more money if you just plan it out. And another point I always tell people when they're doing an SEO site, spend a lot of time in the beginning planning it before you even put anything together think it through and think how much traffic can I get in this niche and what sort of quality traffic can I get and that comes down to you know is there a lot of buyer um, intent with the keywords in this niche and also is there a lot of variety in the keywords in the niche like you really want to go into markets where there's variety in the keywords um, so there's not just a small finite number of keywords that you can go after you want to go into niche markets really where there's diversity and dog training is the classic example that people use because you've got all the different dog breeds. Um, so your buyer keywords is important and also a diverse range of keywords that will enable you to build a pretty solid website that you get a lot of SEO traffic and convert well for you. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense and, and I think um, it's a, a step that a lot of people skip is sort of that preparatory s- step and figuring out kind of what's the What's the upper limit on what I can accomplish? So, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, sorry, Molly, do you have a question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was just curious when you're you know talking about different uh, different buyer keywords and um, what if if someone is starting and just kind of starting out building their site and in that planning phase and is trying to identify um, a topic or a niche that they uh, that they're going to set up their affiliate site um, to target is do you have can you recommend any good um, tools or, or resources um, that that you you've used in the past that might be kind of of uh, kind of unique or ways to come up with 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 these good topics or niches. Yeah, there's a number of ways you can do it. As far as tools to find your niche, I don't really use tools so much. It more comes with experience and just like using the Google keyword tool. That's the free Google AdWords keyword tool to brainstorm keyword ideas. But really, when you're looking at a niche market, there's a couple of things that I look at. One of them is a diverse range of keywords. I like to see a lot of scope. Where there's you know there's not, there's like dog training example there's lots of breeds and there's lots of problems like stop Chihuahua biting, so there's a, there's so many keywords that you can go after. That's one of the criteria I look for. The other thing that I often will try and aim for is where um, whether it's a, if, if it's a digital product, I do like doing those, but also physical products can work well. Um, but the the thing with physical products is that you won't have as much scope with your keywords, but Physical products and going after product name keywords can work really well if you can find those in a niche. I think that works really well. And just obviously going after a niche that you are going to be able to compete in, you've got to make sure that for your level of SEO, you will be able to get traffic in that. You've got to sort of think that through. Like if you're a newbie and you go into a market like car insurance, you need to really think that through. Yes, there's a lot of money to be made and it can be a great niche, um, but you need to think that through because it's highly competitive. So if you're new, 
I would recommend going for something a little more obscure like, than these mainstream markets. Like you might go after um, pet insurance. That's the kind of a, a little bit more to the side and the competition is going to be a little bit lower. Uh, and just think that through. And the other thing you can do is target different countries. You know, you don't have to build your website in the United States um, and target all the U.S. traffic. You can build websites in other countries and geo-target that way. And that's another way that I would look at a niche and go, well, what's the competition looking like in, in Australia? Why don't I build my website here rather than the U.S.? So these are all the things that I go through in my planning process when I'm picking a niche market. But as far as tools, there's not really any tool that's going to find you that niche market. It's really just down to thinking it through. Is there enough keywords for me to build a good site around this? Am I going to be able to rank for this? And is there a good commission at the end of the day for me with the traffic that I get? Because you don't want to go into a niche market where the payout's exceptionally low and there's not enough traffic because it's just not going to work for you, even if you do get rankings. So it's those are the sort of the things I think through before I go into a niche market. Great. Well, great. That's some, that's some really good information, Matt. Um, and, and thank you so much. And we are actually going to take a quick break, but we will be right back. More affiliate marketing in action when Affiliate Marketing Today continues. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> what did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with? F- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. WebmasterRadio.fm Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? You're listening to Affiliate Marketing Today, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Okay, and we're back with more Affiliate Marketing Today. Uh, We're joined by our guest, Matt Carter, uh, who is an expert internet marketer and and obviously uh, makes a a great living through his SEO skills and ability to build affiliate 
websites and niche markets. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about that, that you talked about earlier, Matt, is um, backlinking. Uh, obviously, anybody who's been trying to do any um, you know SEO work in, in affiliate marketing understands how important it is. But I was wondering if you could share kind of some of your backlinking strategies for targeting quality over quantity, as well as maybe kind of unique places that people could look for backlinks that, that are a little bit different than what you typically hear. Yeah, absolutely. I think the most important thing for people to take away from this interview about what I think about backlinking is it's really about the quality and the best quality backlinks are what you call a contextual backlink. And that's just simply where your link is in the middle of content, hence contextual. So that could be in the middle of a blog post, not not a blog comment, that's different, a blog post where it's right bang, smack bang in the middle of the article or, or an article directory where you can get your link in the middle of the article, press releases, these types of things are what you call a contextual link and Google has actually stated that they place quite a lot of weight on contextual links because they get a lot of visibility from a person visiting that website and they're in direct control by the webmaster because they control that content and the link in it. So I go for, I try and get as much quality content like the backlinks as I can and that sort of content. I mean, there's a number of ways you can do it. You can, you can join blog networks, um, you can do guest blog posts for people, press releases, article submissions, but the more of these quality um, links that you can get, um, the better. And I, I tend to surround my target pages that I'm trying to rank with these types of um, Keywords. The other thing you can do is there's lots of different search operators you can use in Google to find forum pages that have got page rank. Because pay, getting your links on a page that has Google page rank, whether it be you know one right up through to ten, I mean it's pretty hard to get a page rank ten backlink. But if you can get like links on pages that have page rank ranging from like one up to five, those links are going to be worth a lot more than a page rank zero backlink. So I can't obviously on an audio interview teach people how to do that particular um, search operator string, but you can go to forums and you can use a plugin called SEO Quake and you can search inner pages of forums um, to, to find the Google page rank and sort from highest to lowest and then you can participate in these forums and comment and pick out the pages with page rank and comment and leave a link in your signature or in the comment itself. and. What you're doing this way is you're getting higher quality backlinks since you don't have to go out and get as many of them. Uh, obviously, if people want to know that technique in more detail, it's on, it'll be on my blog in the next few days um, that Bo mentioned earlier. It's probably the best way to explain that one further. But does that answer your question, Bo? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think... Um that that definitely gives some ideas for for people to check out. Um, one thing that people ask on a, on a pretty regular basis, I think, or there's a lot of debate around, is do you see much value in leaving comments on blogs, even you know blogs that are relevant or have much page rank? Do you think Google gives much weight to those, or do you feel like that's kind of played out um, compared to how it used to be? Yeah, I don't think. I don't place much value on them anymore, so I, we don't actively pursue blog commenting because I think it's um, it can be difficult to, to get. I mean, if you get a, a link on a blog that's not not moderated by the webmaster, uh, you might you know you might be the first person to comment on that blog, and you might think, "Wow, I've just got a page rank five, 
you know, backlink on a, on a relevant blog and it's all good. And then you come back a week later and there's a thousand other people that have also got a link on that blog. And then all of a sudden your link is really not worth much anymore. It kind of dilutes the page rank leaving that page. So that's the problem I have with blogs is that it really can get overly spammed um, and it becomes quite a low-grade link and it doesn't cause as much movement in the search engines as other types of links like contextual or high page high page rank contextual links do. So to answer your question, no, I don't think they are as good as they used to be and they're definitely something that we don't focus on heavily anymore. Hmm, uh, yeah, that's really interesting. But So do you, you mentioned guest blogging. Is that something you guys do quite a bit of? I think a lot of people seem or you know are kind of scared of guest blogging because it seems like a lot of work but do you feel like the uh, the value you get out of it is is well worth the extra work you put in well it depends really i don't do that i only do that really in serious niches like um like my where my blog is um the affiliate marketing niche um and obviously every niche you're you're involved in you take it seriously but i mean maybe where there's a lot more um traffic involved and it's more important to me then i would get you know, look at guest blogging or get my staff to get involved in guest blogging. But if it's just a niche site, a smaller niche website, I wouldn't call on guest blogging as my first port of call for backlinking it really because it is quite time consuming and you send out requests and try and build up relationships in your niche with other bloggers and it can it can be a slow process. But for example, when my blog's in the internet or the affiliate marketing niche, um, if I build up relationships with other bloggers and that, it's good to have a community of people around me in the same niche because we can help each other out when it comes to promoting products. And it has a twofold um, benefit in that respect. But yeah, I know that people, uh, they hate the idea of guest blogging and I, I understand that. And again, I would only recommend doing it if you're really serious about a niche and it's a long-term project for you, then I would call on guest blogging like I do in my um, affiliate marketing niche. But other niche markets, I don't do it as heavily at all, if at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and that, I think, brings up another kind of question that I have. And I'm curious what some of the major mistakes in SEO you see people doing. Sure. I mean, it's a good question. Uh, the most common mistake, I think, I see people doing is choosing a, the wrong niche market and that they just cannot, it's too competitive for their ability and they don't understand how to analyze competition on certain keywords and you know I mean I was like this when I started out, I was extremely naive and I thought I could go after any keyword I wanted but you soon learn that you can't do that and you need to really spend time working out how to analyze keyword competition and know what keywords you're going to be able to rank for for your current level of SEO um, experience and skill. And once you get better at that, um, then you'll pick keywords that A, will actually get traffic because you need to get traffic to your web page, otherwise you'll make no money, and B, that you'll actually be able to get to the top of the search engines for so you can you know, get that traffic. That's the most common mistake I see people making choosing a niche that's just too hard and they can't compete or going the other way, going for a really easy niche but there's maybe no money in it at all. No one's spending money in that niche so you're not going to make a lot of money or there's just no traffic and they haven't thought it through and they've gone and done all this SEO and built a wonderful website and they're getting no traffic and they make no money. Those are the most common mistakes. The other really obvious mistakes I see people making is just 
really bad backlinking techniques, not understanding how to build quality backlinks, how to get a diverse range of different backlinks. Building backlinks too quickly to a new domain is not a good idea. You can It ends up usually bouncing the domain around for months and months in Google. Um, that's a really common one. And, and tying into that, when people do do that, a common mistake they do, they panic and they don't know what's happening because one day they're on page one in Google and the next day they're on page 10 and they, they don't understand what's happened and they freak out or they give up on the website altogether. And these are just common errors that people who don't have their head around SEO yet often make. But, I mean, they're very easy to fix once you have a bit more experience. Um, you can avoid all of that when you know how to do good backlinking and good keyword research. And then planning out your website from the beginning is another common mistake people make. They'll often ru rush into a niche, whack up a whole lot of content and start backlinking it and doing what they want to do. But they haven't really sat down and had a strategy at the beginning planning out what exactly am I wanting to achieve here? What keywords do I want to rank for? How many keywords am I trying to rank per page? So they lack a real plan and structure and then they, they don't have a good backlinking plan either and they don't know how many backlinks they've built, they don't know where they're going and they soon lose track of the website and the progress can really get messed up. Um, all of those things are things that I've done myself so I'm not pointing the finger at people, it's just things I've learned from experience and learned from teaching other people. Yeah, those are all great points. I, I think those are things that a lot of people do for you know the first six months or a year or even longer that they're involved in affiliate marketing and they get really frustrated feeling like, well, I've, I've done everything I'm supposed to do, so I don't understand why I'm not seeing the results. So yeah, those are, it's great to point out that you know thinking through those things in advance can save you a lot of heartache. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take another quick break and when we come back, we'll have more with Matt Carter. So stick around and we'll be right back. More affiliate marketing in action when Affiliate Marketing Today continues. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. November 16th, 2004. The beginning of WebmasterRadio.fm and its immediate impact 
on the internet business world. AdTech. AFCON. Search Engine Strategies. Conversion Conference. Search Bash. Affiliate Bash. We bring you the most extensive and detailed trade show coverage, coast to coast and worldwide. Trade show coverage delivered your way. Download it on demand now. On webmasterradio.fm. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. You're listening to Affiliate Marketing Today, exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Affiliate Marketing Today um, with our special guest, Matt Carter. Matt has been talking to us about SEO and different SEO techniques and best practices. And Matt, I'm curious, one thing that I've I've heard quite a bit um, is that SEO as a a traffic driving tactic is quite time consuming and it just gets more and more competitive um, over time. And I'm curious kind of what you think about that and then um, what, you know, what you think of SEO compared to maybe another, another technique such as media buying. Sure. Yeah. I mean, SEO, it does take time to do SEO. It's not an instant thing. It's not an overnight, you know, one hit wonder. You, you have to have strategy. It's more like a game of chess, I guess, where you really need to have tactics and strategy and and you need patience. You know, I'm not going to lie to people and say that, you know, you, you get into SEO and you're going to be rich tomorrow. It's not going to happen like that. You need to apply yourself and learn the skills and it will take time. But in saying that, once you learn those skills, they can be highly, highly rewarding over time and it just grows and grows. And especially once you've got a website established, it can really just sort of get to a tipping point um, where it gets, it all of a sudden just gets a lot more traffic in Google and then it really does become, you know, relatively automated. There is maintenance that you have to do. And I do like that and that's my style and it suits my personality. That's why I do SEO. Um, it's not that difficult to do SEO I think it's the problem that people may face is that they lack good training uh, and they get very confused quite quickly and they don't know what to do they've learned all this new information and they don't know what to do or they don't know how to put it together and they can get very confused and somewhat discouraged if they're quite new to SEO um, but comparing SEO to other um, methods like you asked with like media buys obviously media buys is going to be instant traffic and it can work well. You've got to pay for that traffic, um, so you've got to know what you're doing with conversions. Um, otherwise, you can lose a lot of money pretty quickly with media buys. But media buys, of course, it does work, and other paid traffic methods do work. Um, Google AdWords obviously works. People make a lot of money with Google AdWords. It can be tricky, I think, with Google, with affiliates. Um, Google, I, I, I don't think that they favor affiliates that much in Google AdWords um, as much as they used to. Um, that's why that can be a difficulty. But it, it really comes down to your personality type and how much experience you have. And if you're not very experienced at converting traffic, I would recommend people don't go into paid methods because you can lose money pretty quickly. I mean, it's a sink or swim situation. You may find that you'll figure it out, but you've got to be willing to spend money early on and you will lose money when you're doing um, paid methods. SEO is a little bit different. You can 
you're not going to lose money so much when you're learning, but it's more of a time thing because you need to spend time learning. But as far as bang for buck, for me, from my experience, I prefer SEO and I think it, it works really well and I enjoy it. I think it's a great skill to learn and apply to websites because it can be used you know, everywhere. A lot of web, if it's not your own websites, there's a lot of local businesses in your area or around the world that will need your help. So once you've got a skill, you know, you've really got something that's marketable then, that skill that you have to help other people make money or yourself with that skill. Yeah, that's great insight. I think you're uh, you're right on that. You know, it, it is one of those things where if you have more more time than money, which a lot of people do, then it, it can be a really good way to go. But that that there is a learning curve, and um, you know, you know, something I, I've heard from a lot of people, and is that the, the first website's the hardest, and once you learn some of those tough lessons, um, then you know it gets easier on subsequent sites once you've got that training and got that knowledge of of how to set things up right from the beginning. So that definitely makes a lot of sense. Well, um, Matt, we're getting short on time, but I wanted to um, ask you, you know, where can people find out more about you and, and your training techniques? And um, you, you have an SEO training product coming out soon. Is that right? Yeah, we, we do. Uh, we, along with my business partner on this product, Terry Kyle, um, we've got SEO Experts Academy coming out, which is it's found at seoexpertsacademy.com. It's not live uh, as of this interview, but it'll be going live on the 25th of uh, October. Uh, yeah, and that's that, that basically is everything that we've learned, myself and Terry, over the years of doing SEO, con- confined concisely into a training course for people right from a complete newbie right up to you know, a very experienced SEO marketer. It covers all bases um, and it really is everything that we've learned. We haven't really left anything out. It's a video training course. There's PDFs, there's support. Uh, we have a live webinar in there and it's, it really is um, a, a detailed course that will help anyone to learn SEO and master SEO as well and you know, make it your, your living if you apply and learn the stuff um, in there. So that's one of the, the products that I've got coming out. I highly recommend that you check it out if you want to know more about my SEO. And of course, I've got my blog, which I mentioned earlier, which is mattsmarketingblog.com, where I do more affiliate marketing tips and training. Um, I try to, on a weekly basis, update that for my subscribers. Great. Yeah, I would definitely recommend everybody go and and check out um, Matt's new product as well as as the blog um, just to give you an indication of that you know Matt really uh, knows his stuff and, and can walk the walk if you google affiliate marketing blog mattsmarketingblog.com is number one <laughs> so uh, that's definitely you know an indication that, that Matt's techniques really work because it's a really highly competitive term it looks like it has 64 million results right now so um, yeah check that out and, uh, and definitely check out the SEO Experts Academy when that comes out matt uh thanks so much for joining us we really appreciate it it's been really helpful and interesting for our audience so thanks for for being with us yeah no problem my pleasure thanks for having me on all right well thanks for joining us everybody and uh we will be back next week with uh, another episode of affiliate marketing today so thanks for listening and we'll see you soon 